Twitter buys Breaker. WhatsApp data will be shared with Facebook. And social companies ban Trump. It's Monday, January 11th, 2020. All of that's coming up along with the week's news quick hits on episode 431 of Brave Ad World. New consumers. New media. New strategies. This is Brave Ad World. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 431 of Brave Ad World, the official podcast of BraveAdWorld.com, which combines actual insights with some of the latest headlines in social media and digital marketing news. Every week or close to it, I take the top stories, provide a recap, and then share insights as to what those stories might mean to us as marketers. My name is Taylor Wickert, and it has been a while. Took a little break for the holidays. Here I am, back 2021. A whole lot. What a week to come back, seriously. Uh, There is a ton to talk about this week, Uh, so let's just dive right in because 2021 started with a bang. This podcast might as well. So let's talk about Twitter. So Twitter made an acquisition this week. They actually purchased the audio company Breaker. This is a service that allows listeners to subscribe and listen to podcasts. So it is a podcast player, but it also added in other elements. They could, users could comment on podcast episodes, discover new episodes through the ability to follow friends and listen to what they're listening to, share favorite shows, and engage in other social activities. Now, when Breaker launched in 2016, the podcast landscape, it was only just starting to become the the very like social sphere that it is today. Breaker, they helped podcasters grow their communities by inserting a lot of those social elements into podcast listening. Now Twitter wants to integrate Breaker into Twitter spaces. So this is a new offering from Twitter that's in beta testing that allows people to tweet voice recorded audio messages and engage in audio based networking within the Twitter platform. It's a little unclear like why Twitter made the acquisition and what integration like What does it actually look like? Now, Twitter says Breaker will help it improve moderation and public discourse while further pushing it into the audio space. Twitter has been playing a lot more with audio as of late, and Twitter sees Breaker as being part of it. This could mean Twitter has plans to maybe integrate podcasting in some form on its platform to a a greater degree, be it through influencers or community-based experiences that let hosts and fans interact more. But It also says that Twitter is going to use it to make these public conversations healthier through stronger moderation. Now, Twitter can't even, it seems to be falling all over itself to get text-based moderation under control. So how Twitter plans to use Breaker uh, remains to be seen, but you know, here's hoping. All right, let's talk next about WhatsApp and Facebook, because this is a relationship, an acquisition that has been very much in question ever since Facebook acquired WhatsApp. Uh, several years ago. The one thing WhatsApp users like they didn't want to happen but knew was inevitable, it's now underway. So starting February February 8th, so in just um, a little less than a month from now, WhatsApp users will start sharing their personal data with Facebook. Now, in 2016, users were given the ability to opt out of such data sharing when Facebook started to pull WhatsApp into its broader 
ecosystem, but now it's going to be actually be required to use the WhatsApp platform. The move, it comes at a time in which Facebook, they're, they're working quite diligently to monetize their WhatsApp acquisition. Part of that means giving businesses greater integration across the Facebook ecosystem and making WhatsApp help businesses just perform better across all of Facebook's apps. Now, while WhatsApp has proven to be a really valuable customer communication platform, tying it to Facebook's other platforms that have boosted their e-commerce capabilities, that is becoming increasingly important to Facebook. The timing That's a little questionable because Facebook, they're currently facing the increased likelihood of regulation. The acquisition of WhatsApp was, it was actually specifically called out as being anti-competitive in some of this antitrust investigation, in some of these antitrust investigations. So, but Facebook's strategy, it it just may be, we're going to integrate platforms even further and just make breaking up our company that much more difficult. That may be what is happening here, but clearly Facebook sees the rewards of integrating WhatsApp far outweighing the risks of doing such a thing. All right, let's talk next about um, the biggest story of the week, probably the year, maybe even the decade. I don't need to go over the events that happened this week in regards to Donald Trump instigating an attack on the Capitol by his followers to overturn an election. I do want to talk about how social companies have responded. So the anti-democracy attack led by Donald Trump that led to Donald Trump actually losing access to the megaphones he values most. Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg, he announced that Trump is actually now banned from posting on Facebook and Instagram until Joe Biden is inaugurated as president at the very earliest. Now, this is notable because Zuckerberg has famously defended a hands-off approach to managing Trump, but the events of this week, they, they changed all of that. We also saw Twitter go through a lot of different, make a lot of different moves. First, they suspended Trump's account for 12 hours and required him to remove some of his more incendiary tweets. But once he was given back access to his account after that time frame, uh, he, he went right back at it. And that actually led to Trump's Twitter account being permanently suspended. He's also lost access to the app POTUS account. We saw YouTube remove content of Trump praising the insurgents and Twitch shut off Trump's account completely. We also saw Google remove the social media app Parler, which has been embraced by Trump's diehard supporters and has become a regular source of misinformation from the Google Play Store. Apple did the same thing from its app store. So it's good to know that there is a line from some of these companies, but it's kind of disturbing to see like just where that line was. It was pretty far down there. But 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 Trump's actions, they, they may be only one aspect of why these companies decide to take action. This might be a bit of a cynical perspective of why these platforms decide to take, take action. But we know a Democrat-controlled government takes over in the coming weeks, and, and they have been much more open about criticizing the dangerous rhetoric and data practices used by some of these social media companies. Now, while the the Republican side has been more about free speech, like the Democrat side has been more concerned with data and the spread of misinformation on these platforms, that may be why big tech is looking to be on their best behavior. But I mean, 
despite all these efforts, I'm not sure they can make up for the damage of the last four years, but hey, at least something is being done. All right, that's it for the week's main stories. Now I'm going to dive into the news quick hits where I'm going to hit other stories that happened this week at a high level that I didn't discuss earlier. So Amazon, uh, they acquired the podcast network Wondery for $300 million, making it Amazon's first major podcast acquisition since launching podcast support late last year on Amazon Music. Wondery is the fourth largest podcast publisher, so the acquisition, it's a pretty big move as it looks to compete with Spotify and Apple in the space. Facebook pages, they're getting an updated look and feel, new navigation, a dedicated news feed, and a new Q&A format for fans to interact with creators and public figures. So pages, they, they're, they are also no longer going to have a like button. Instead, pages will focus on followers as a clear method for determining a page's reach because while some people may have liked a page, many have unfollowed pages uh, since that like page button was introduced many years ago. This discrepancy, it led to unclear reach, so they're going to be focusing much more on actually following a page. The other big thing is pages will have a news feed allowing them to interact with and engage in conversations as both a brand and public figure. Next up, Instagram is testing a format to better display stories on desktop. The intent is to both make them easier to scroll through, but also take advantage of the larger screen with this new sort of carousel-like presentation. And then lastly, TikTok, they've launched new AR filters that use LiDAR technology that's available in the iPhone 12 Pro. The filters, they're more advanced and than what has been possible before on TikTok. Now, Snapchat, they've had LiDAR support in their lens studio since October of last year. So this update, it's notable because of, it's notable just because of how much opportunity and capability this sort of support opens up in the space. All right, that's it for episode 431 of Brave Bad World. Before I let you go, I always want to hear from you. Send questions, send comments, let me know what you like, let me know what you don't like to bravebadworld at gmail.com. And if you wouldn't mind, please rate and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts or your platform of choice. It helps me know what you think and it helps others find the podcast. I can be found on Twitter, Twitter at T Wickert. T-W-I-E-G-E-R-T. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great week. Thanks for listening. For more, check out braveadworld.com.